Hey, welcome to the Morning Mix podcast. This morning we learned that uh, a lot of you are gearing up for teacher, parent, or parent-teacher conferences, including me. Yeah. Penis. Yeah, that's looking forward to that. <laughs> we also gave you a Thursday three style all about trick-or-treating, because here we are a few days ahead of Halloween. Yeah, penis. Yeah, that, that, that came in there with your weenus. <laughs> that's all next on the Morning Mix podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. In Venice Beach, California, they've introduced ice bath speed dating. You and a potential partner get into an ice bath across from one another. So you're like knee to knee, toe to toe, whatever. And you have three minutes then you got to get out of the ice bath. The goal, of course, to survive. And then also to find love. But you're kind of in survival mode, so your guard is down. It's kind mm-hmm. of an interesting idea. As Whip pointed out, you can do it here for about four months a year just by walking outside. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Not bad. So what is the number one question that you would ask if you were speed dating? we got a lot of great options coming in. 815, how often do you call your mother? Oh. Kind mm. of interesting. Tells okay, you a lot about a yeah. person, about their relationship with mom. 708. Now, is that just shrinkage? It's kind of nice. It's a really cool bath. I mean, come on. Yeah, what can you do? (laughs) You gotta be nice about that. If it's not, run. (laughs) Dear God. Can you imagine? 219, do you like Michael Jordan and what do you think of his sneakers? Yeah, fair. Fair. Because then you want to know if they're worried that you're spending too much money on them. That's important to know. What celebrity would you like to be spanked by? Ah. (laughs) Yes, that came up yesterday morning. Important question. Similar question. 815, hey, does this rag smell like chlorophyll? Sure. These are the questions <laughs> oh that you... Well, wow. look, I'm just reciting what's wow. being submitted. Here we go. 773. What is your favorite Nickelback song? Is it a trick question? Like, I if they know. have one, then they're, they're out? Right. Here we go. 630, list three adjectives that best describe you. Myself? Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and then you can see if they know what an adjective yeah, is. That's right? Yeah, that's kind of wild. Yeah, yeah. 630, hey, do you like cats? Do you like Taylor Swift? I can tell a lot about you, whether or not you like cats or Taylor Swift. Okay. That's a lot. 312, with no prep at all, I would just fire off whatever's on the top of my head. Oh, why'd your hair look like that? Oh, sorry. Oh, gosh. Be a lot. Do you still live at home with your parents? Do you have kids? What do you do for work? Are you a felon? Is <laughs> it's that all the same one person? question. Oh, wow. There's only one question mark, so. What question would you ask when speed dating? You have three words. Describe yourself. That's interesting. These are my top five questions when speed dating in this order. Do you smoke? Do you cook? Do you clean? Do you snore? How often do you like to do it? Man. Watch out. That's very thorough. That's a lot. And by then, you know. And then your three minutes are up. What's your guilty pleasure food? 708. Kind of nice. Okay. What's the nicest thing 
that you've ever done for someone else? Went speed dating. <laughs> I like it. Do you believe in Bigfoot? Says 815. 815, here's the question I would ask. What's your favorite font? What's your favorite? Says a lot. hilarious. Uh, uh, papyrus. Really? Whoa. Cubs or White Sox? Okay. Very common in this area. Did you also lose a bet? Or as they spelled it, did you also lose a bet? I don't know. Maybe that's the question. It could be. <laughs> and finally, from a 773 and many others, if I were speed dating, the number one question I would ask is, do you have a urine glass? So there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of people sending that one in yep. from yesterday morning around this time. <laughs> when Whip regaled us with the story of one of the classic rock uh, jokers yeah. in the hallway. He walked with his Dunkin' cup and the guy said, hey, what's that, man? Uh, your, your, your urine glass? <laughs> <laughs> and even he knew. Oh, sorry, man. Yeah, I'm out. I'm yeah. out of gas already. Yeah. What can you do? Hopefully he was proud of himself. If you want to continue the conversation, head to our mixed Facebook page at 1019 Mix Chicago and you can let us know if you were speed dating, what's the first question, the best question that you would want to ask? Thank God I've never had to do that. Boy, knock on wood. Yeah, seriously. We did have somebody who said that they met their husband speed dating though. Oh. Yeah, let me see. And the first question they asked was, What do you do on a normal Sunday? And that's how they learned that they're both into auto racing together. So see? And then she said, well, it would teach me too. Are you out partying Mm -hmm. all weekend and Sunday is like recovery day? Or do you make the most of a Sunday? Or do you continue to party? You just keep partying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. Catherine Schwarzenegger is married to Chris Pratt. Her parents, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Maria Shriver, dropped off a bin filled with trophies to which Chris Pratt was like, do we have to hang on to these? Do I need to share with the world that you are the best fourth grade problem solving superstar and that you're the most improved two year old in swim class? Hmm. You got to hang on to the trophies and maybe not the ones that are just for like the normal stuff, but you hang on to the ones that are for those unique moments in your life. You're not going to believe what kind of trophies we have. Hi, Amy. Good morning. How are you today? Hi, good morning. I'm good. Thanks. We are in the presence of greatness. I did not realize, Amy. What do you have a trophy for? So I have a trophy from our Lake House Summer Association for putting the most gas into my pontoon boat. (laughs) Now, is this over the course of the summer? Yes, it is. So um, we live in a mobile park association up in Wisconsin in the summer, and we have our own gas pump for the association. Oh, right. Um, okay. So they keep they keep track of who buys the gas and how much gas you buy, um, and at the end of the season, they give an award for the person who spends the most money on gas. You paid and a lot for that trophy. Yes, and we've won the trophy several times, unfortunately, oh, as well. Wow. Okay, is it throughout the whole like summer they're keeping track, or just one big fill-up? It is the whole summer. Whole wow. Summer. Now, okay. Amy, I don't want to get too personal, but can you give us a ballpark? What are we talking about on a summer for filling up that pontoon oh, boat? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Um, probably close to 1,000. I have two teenage boys that absolutely love tubing and they will just oh, yeah. tube for hours on end you can tube with a pontoon boat oh yeah that thing gets going just oh, yank those yes. kids back there hope for the best wow pretty wild <laughs> all right so amy's out there buying a trophy basically by mm-hmm. pumping so much gas because of her teen boys hi francesca good morning good morning this is your husband he's got a unique trophy what's it for oh he has multiples for fantasy football wow. all 
right. Now, what do these trophies look like? Are they legit or does somebody make them? Because, you know, I see that in fantasy oh, football oh, a lot. Oh, we it's made like, them. Okay, great. So what's yeah, your favorite? We made them, absolutely. What does it look like, your favorite one? Oh, well, we currently have a sheathed, sheathed knife. A sheathed knife? That's huh. heavy, dude. Oh, yes. It is quite large. Might it I suggest like a saber, almost. this oh, year a bronzed jockstrap? Oh, you know what? That's a great suggestion. I'm going to go ahead. Each of their games does have their own separate um, trophy, so I feel oh, like we could offer that for one of the other ones. Um, this knife is specific to their sibling rivalry game, um, but mm. each of them has a different um, representation, if you will. So every so weekend they have the like a they, every weekend they have a different competition happening, like a crosstown classic type thing. But every weekend in their league, um, I don't know that it's every weekend. There's like one game per season that okay. they do this for, okay. and then I have to etch it every year for the winner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's impressive. I'm so happy yeah, about that. Like, I'm glad I get yeah, to I do that. This. Yeah. yeah. All right, here we are. Hi, Heather. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Doing really well. Sounds like you have an amazing husband because he gave you a trophy? <laughs> yes, because growing up, I was never super athletic. And, you know, I would get ribbons for spelling bees and things like that. But I never in my life got a trophy. So we were married for a few years. And he said, Heather, you never got a trophy. He had one made for me and gave it to me as a gift. Aww. That's awesome. What does cool. it say on it? It just has my name on it. And Aww. it's just like a person standing, like, kind of like a Golden Globe kind of thing. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Best Heather ever yeah. award was granted to Heather by her husband. That's really sweet. <laughs> Hi, Terry. How are you this morning? Great. How are you? We're doing really well. This is a little cheesy, but what did you get the trophy for? <laughs> I have a trophy for winning my age group in the World Championship Cheese Curd Throw. The World Championship <laughs> Cheese Curd Throw. Now, break this down for uh-huh. us. Are you throwing them with your hands or with your mouth? Like, how are you throwing cheese curds? Nope. You are throwing them with your hands. They're the, the raw cheese curds. It was up in Colby, Wisconsin during their cheese day special. No. <laughs> Never would have guessed that. <laughs> wow. yeah, That's it, a weird it, match. Trophy has a cow on top. So Aww. how far can you throw a cheese curd? Oh, I think it was maybe like. 20 feet. <laughs> 20 feet. Okay. And are you throwing it overhand, or are you kind of whipping it underhand, like when you're playing bags? Overhand. Overhand. And had you yeah. practiced for this? Are you prepared for this? Or were you guys just happen to be in town, and you're like, yeah, I'll enter? I, I absolutely was not prepared at all. <laughs> wow. And it's a world championship? <laughs> yep. yep. This is crazy. That's what they, yeah. tell, that's, that's what what they said. Says. Go with it. That's what the trophy says. Yep. Can't argue. You're listening to the Morning Mix Podcast. Yesterday, I was informed at Aftercare that our daughter has been calling a lot of the kids penises. <laughs> so we're going to figure that one out today, I'm sure. What was the conversation that you had at the parent-teacher conference? We got a 630. I had to discuss two boys that were sword fighting in the bathroom at parent-teacher <laughs> conferences. Oh, no. What's funny about that is Whip and I just had this conversation with our boss yesterday. That is true. Apparently, it's a no-no, right. even at the adult level. I'm not like, we're, supposed to do it. We're consenting adults with swords, and we fight, and what's, what of it? We just got to not talk about it so much, so yeah. loud. I think mm-hmm. that's probably the key. Also, for the record, we're having lightsaber duels. Right. And I just want to make sure people aren't, you know. It's a little different. Yeah, the sword fighting's passe. Yes, what are, we in the, what are we in the Crusades? Yeah, what are we talking about? Yeah, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Exactly. What do we I think wish we, are? we were sometimes. Yeah. I wish we were. <laughs> but parents and teachers alike, you're all gearing up for the parent-teacher conferences. It's that season. You know, here we are. And maybe you have to share some very uncomfortable, some very unique, some very interesting 
conversations with the teachers and the parents. Well, do you think your daughter will be at the... No. No. It's just parents it's just and parents. teachers. That's okay. Because yeah, yeah. I used to hate going along with the parents. She'll be sitting in the hallway because we got to take care of her. But she won't yeah. be in the room. I don't think I've ever experienced it where the kid goes. So no, the kid I don't, sits in the hall experience. if they, they don't have a babysitter. They yeah. do now. They do they now. Do sometimes. Until they get older because then it's part of like a learning experience. Oh, oh right. It's so okay. awkward. As you get older. Yeah. Yeah. the two people that can yeah. like punish you in one room at the right. same time. We're going to have you audit this yeah. meeting. Can't wait for you guys to squeeze into those little preschool chairs and get some oh, get yeah. the news. That's yeah, fun. It's gonna be Nothing great. like getting news when you're sitting in a tiny chair. It's very exciting. Really fun. Hi, Megan. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We're doing well. Now, uh, were you the parent or the teacher in this uh, situation? The parent. Okay. And what was the conversation at the PTC? So I was sitting, we were sitting there for her conference, and the teacher was telling us that she was, um, they were sitting on the carpet for, for play time or for some sort of time, and she said it happened in slow motion, and she looked over, and she saw my daughter lean in and kiss a, a, another young boy. On the carpet. So she's been kissing boys on the carpet. Yeah, she's kissing boys on the carpet at five years old. Yeah, yeah. Well, that she's just exp- she's just showing her love and appreciation, yeah. you know. Yes, yes. Imagine my surprise. My husband and I were just like we were floored. We we're like, oh, this, as you said, yeah, was not something I was expecting to hear today. She didn't learn it from us. We don't kiss. What are you yeah. talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so Megan's daughter is kissing boys on the carpet. Hi, Lee. Good morning. Good morning. Lee, this was your son. Now, what happened? Well, he heard Dad have a conversation with his friend, and Dad dropped the F-bomb, so he decided to go to school the next day, and every single sentence was F this and F that, and this is effing this, and this is effing that. Wow. (laughs) So, in his defense, he's using it correctly, right? He, he definitely is using it correctly. Okay. That's not the point. point is he mm. should not be saying that. That's yeah. true, but I, I, I wouldn't remove the fact, though, that at least he has the cognitive knowledge to understand when to use it. You know, you got to be you're, you got to be a little bit of pride there, right, Lee? A little bit? Mm. No, 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 because no. we had a whole conversation with him, and then he walked down the stairs, as four-year-olds do, two steps at a time, one, two, one, two, saying, Dad had a conver- uh, effing conversation with me because I effing used the effing word, and I'm not effing supposed to use the effing word. Wow, <laughs> he's really holding on he to it. Yeah. Down. yeah, he's just going to keep it going. <laughs> this may be permanent. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> hi, Eddie. Edie? Yes, hi, Edie. Hi, Edie. How are you this morning? I'm fantastic. How are you? We're doing really, really well. Now, Edie, what did your son do at the school? So this was a after-school baking class. They were baking bread. And uh, after kneading the dough and making everything from scratch, the kids were supposed to go and wash their hands in a bucket so all of that dough didn't go down the sink. Right. Well, my son proceeded to, instead of washing his hands, he couldn't make it to the bathroom on time, and he proceeded to pee in the bucket. Look no further. We found him. We wow. found the champion. Edie's son peed in the bucket in the middle of class. Wow. That they were supposed to wash their hands That's in. right. Well, it's sterile. Needless Edie. to say, they didn't wash their hands in there anymore. And yep. he was like, I had to go and I couldn't wait. And there was a bucket and I just went. What can you do? You're listening to the Morning Mix Podcast. There is a couple of women who made sexy ghost costumes. I almost said sexy boo costumes, but... Their boobs are part of the costume. Yeah. yeah. What they did was they took the sheets, they put the sheets over their head, and then they cut <laughs> out 
<laughs> little holes for their breasticles, nice. and those became yeah. the eyes of the ghost. Yeah. And now they're out there. They are. They're yeah. out jiggling because they, they make the eyes look like googly eyes, Whip, because they mm. put them right on. Yeah. On the front it's of the exciting. lapel. So yeah. Your face is covered. You're incognito. Right. It's there. mesmerizing, hypnotizing, <laughs> yeah. even. You can't look away. No, you can't. Those eyes it's... are moving. Depending on who's looking over your shoulder, though, you might want to look away. <laughs> you made the costume sexy. 312-233-1019. We got a bunch of texts. Some included photos that I, uh, I dare not open on a oh. company computer. 312 233 1019, you had to make the costume sexy. And it harkens back to the days of Mean Girls when all you really had to do was put ears on top of your head. What the hell? That's all it takes. Just ears in a sexy outfit. The Morning Mix, hi, who is this? Hi there, this is Kate. Hi, Kate. You made a costume sexy, and it's a bit of a surprise. Oh, oh no, 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 no. It was not me. I was at a party. Okay. And, uh, some, yeah. And somebody showed up as a sexy Grinch. The sexy Grinch. Ooh. It was terrible. Oh. <laughs> it was terrible. So in the photo that you sent us, which I can send, we'll put it up on the mixed Instagram story. It's sort of the full Grinch costume, but then where the uh, where the breasts would be, it appears that we have some red ornaments hanging there. Yes. And that's what's yeah. making the Grinch sexy. And then the oh, Grinch well, has on kind of yeah. like a sexy bottoms. Call them that. They're like velvet shorts oh, that are very dang. snug, and yes. it's, a, it's a male Grinch, yeah. sexy male Grinch. He's got some handcuffs. Yeah. All green, right? All like, green. Okay. Oh, he's All a green. It, it's, a, it's a whole thing. I'm sorry. No, don't apologize. I'm a little worried about the hair. It's Scarter. Yeah, that's yeah. a little intense. I'm actually enjoying it too much, I yeah, think. Yeah. It might be too much. Hi, Paul. Good morning. Good morning. You actually constructed a sexy outfit. Do I have that right? Yes. And who was that for, Paul? I made that for my wife. And what'd you make her? <laughs> so we had we did a version of that that uh, ghost in sheet costume. So I took um we took a t-shirt. We made, took a little ghost and painted the bottom half of the ghost like a bee. And then I took a bee and put it on the other nipple, glued it on both nipples of the shirt. And then she's going as Boo Bee. Boo Bee. I, now, I don't know why the end, like, yeah, that, like scared the me. Yeah, heard it. We both jumped. Now, yeah. Paul, I want to understand this right. So you did not cut out any windows for her breasts, no, but rather they're just, no, they're glued to the no, t-shirt. It, yeah, just took Got a shirt. It. Okay. Took a shirt and glued a ghost on one side and a bee on the other side. And then are you going to be like a beekeeper to go along with it? Um, that's not a bad idea, but no, I was going as a scary clown, as a killer clown. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, my God. I like that Paul had all this thought yeah. for his wife, and yeah. he's like, I'll just be uh, it. Yeah. I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. So Paul made his wife a sexy costume. Uh, boobie. It's like boob, boobies. Bee, boobie. We did get another text from a 708. I'm going to be going for a sexy minion. My husband will be Groot. So oh, wow. When or take- Groot. I'm sorry. Groot. Groot. Not Groot. Yeah. Groot. Groot. Just Groot. Sorry. It boss. came through as G-R-E-W, but I don't know G-R-U. Yeah, anyway. G-R-U. I've got to change my shirt, though, because I need more cleavage. Oh. You always do. Yo, you can never go wrong. Yeah. Groot loves that. He does. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. Time now for your Thursday three style. We ask you for three words on a given topic. We take those three words and we put them into a song live on the air. Please welcome to the Morning Mix, Dan. Good morning, Dan. Hey, good morning. How you doing? We're doing well, Dan. Have you heard us do a Thursday Three Style before? Yes, I have. It's an awesome segment. Love it. Oh, thank you so much. It's so nice of you. So, Dan. 
Dan, are you planning to do some trick-or-treating this Halloween season? I'm a little bit too old for that. Oh, man. <laughs> Going to hand out some candy? Oh, definitely. Okay, definitely what, doing candy. What town do you live in, Dan? I live in Alsip. Okay, Alsip. So we got Dan and Alsip. Dan, we need three words that come to mind when we say trick or treating. What are those three words, Dan? Okay, I'm going to go with candy corn. Candy corn. Scarecrow. Oh, my God. And goblin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> goblin. goblin is great. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I, want, I wanted to make it a little easy for you guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. you went with goblin? Yeah. Yes. Uh, rhymes yes. with a million things. <laughs> yeah. Me. I don't know. <laughs> Dan, all right, my man. We are going to give it a shot right now. We're going to find out if we can rhyme and work into a song. Candy corn. Scarecrow and Goblin. Dan, stay right there. Don't go anywhere. When I say the right word, Nikki's going to ring this bell. And now it is time for your Thursday three style. This is Trick or Treating. Uh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Boo. Yeah. Okay, here we Let's hope for the best. <clears throat> Hey, nice costume, what you gonna go as? Watch out, I can see both cheeks of your ass. Hey man, that costume looks more like porn. You can't have this candy, you can have candy corn. Whoa, I'm getting really scared. I gotta run here and then I gotta run there. I got lost in all these corn rows. I can't find the way out, man. Where is the scarecrow? Hey, I twisted my knee, it hurts. What should I do? I'm Ernie, my friend is Bert. I'm out here and I'm hobbling. Now guess what? I look like a little goblin. Hey, oh, hey. There we go. Let's goblin. get some trick-or-treats. Hey, hey. I want some trick-or-treats. Hey, hey. Everybody get some trick-or-treats. Hey, hey. Let's get some trick-or-treats. Hey, hey. I want some trick-or-treats. Hey, hey. Put your hands in the air on the Kennedy. Hey, hey. I want some trick-or-treats. Hey, hey. I want some trick-or-treats. Woo. All right, Dan, there you go, my man. A little trick-or-treating for you. Oh, guys, you were awesome. I didn't think you'd sneak that word goblin in there, but you did a great job. Thank you. I had to blow out my knee to get there, but it worked out. Hoblin goblin. Hoblin yeah. goblin. We also, I don't know that we've ever had one that, that had the words ass cheeks and Bert Ernie, but somehow yeah. we found our way. Dan, thank you so much for your three words. Your three words just got you dinner for two at Ema. Awesome! Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah. $100 gift certificate. You can get a lot more than three things That's there. Right. You're going to be good. Let us entertain you restaurant. It's a Mediterranean restaurant in Chicago's River North area showcasing a California style of cooking. Dan, that's a classy joint, so make sure you cover up both your ass cheeks, okay? <laughs> I, I will do that. Thank you so much, guys. It's been great. Thank you, Dan. Have an awesome Halloween. There we go. We are out there, and we are trick-or-treating. Oh, yeah. Nicely done. The Morning Mix Podcast. A survey was done according to Mental Floss. They have determined the top six most popular Halloween songs. And it's time for us to dive headfirst right into them as if we're bobbing for apples at your uncle's party. So here we go. These are your top six most popular Halloween songs. Coming in at number six, featuring quietly, uncredited, Michael Jackson on backup vocals. Nice. Rockwell, somebody is watching me. Okay, I know this is weird. And if you were listening for the last hour, you heard that the guy from LMFAO is the son of the Motown founder, Barry, Barry Gordy. Gordy. So is Rockwell. Yes. 
That's not, yes. not even kidding. No. <laughs> you can Google it. What? I yes. know. How would that ever come up even once? Like, but twice? I don't know how many kids Barry Gordy had, but we had a couple of them. Yeah, yeah it's pretty nuts. Let's wait and see how much. Who's Barry Gordy? He was founder the founder of Motown, of Motown, of Motown. Oh. Records, yeah. right? So like in the 50s or 60s, 60s, I guess. And uh, yeah, there you go. He's I from know. a city called Detroit. Yeah. To be it's, it's, it's a wonder you know everything about his life. Yeah. He's got eight children. I get a feeling <laughs> that. He's uh, two of them. <laughs> I have a feeling a guy connected to him might appear again on this list. Really? <laughs> okay. In at number five, the most popular Halloween songs of all time. You better put the throttle down when you're riding on the highway to hell. ACDC, baby. Okay. In at number four on the most popular Halloween songs of all time. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Time Warp. Yeah. Doing the Time Warp. In at number three on the most popular Halloween songs of all time, thank you, Tim Burton and Danny Elfman. Please enjoy from the citizens of Halloween from The Nightmare Before Christmas. This is Halloween. It's my uh, next door neighbor Milo's favorite song. Shout out to Milo. How old is Milo? Milo's about six. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. So there you go. In at number two, the most popular Halloween songs of all time. Probably thinking to yourself, why is it at number one? I'm confused because Barry Gordy, I think, might have gotten some points on the back end on this one. Yep. Michael Jackson's Thriller in at number two. In at number two, which leaves only one. What will the number one song be? Most popular Halloween songs, Nikki Shumnato. That was my number. That was my guess. Right? Uh, Oingo Boingo, Dead Man's Party. Wow, good one. Good one. Danny Elfman was in Oingo Boingo, right? He is Oingo Boingo. Oingo Boingo. All right, Whip, what's your guess? I think I'm going to get it. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. You should always think you're going to get it. Because you can get it anytime. I don't think this is the answer, but uh, Disturbia, Rihanna. Disturbia, Rihanna. Another good one. Happy to tell you all that none of you are correct. (laughs) Wow, really? And at number one, the most popular Halloween song of all time, according to Mental Floss, is Monster Mash. Wow. There you go, Monster Mash. By that boy and uh, that man, Bobby Pickett. There it is at number one. The Morning Mix Flash Briefing with Violetta. This one's for all the documentary and mob lovers out there. Netflix just dropped Get Gotti. John Gotti was the head of the Gambino crime family in New York City. He is considered one of the most powerful and dangerous mob bosses during his peak. It interviews people from both sides of uh, the law. There are three episodes up already, and it is trending right now. Mm-hmm. He was Teflon Don, right? Was he? Was that Gotti? Yeah, John Gotti. The yeah. Teflon Don. Because he always would uh, skate on things. He yeah. w- he, they could never get anything to stick yeah. on him. Yeah. yeah. Until they did. You guys are mm-hmm. all mob. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, yeah, Teflon yeah. Don. Yeah. He would skate. What yeah, are you going to do? Would... <laughs> <laughs> you guys are all. Hey, let's Come talk on. in uh, the shower. Yeah. Talk. That's what I okay, yeah. thank you. Okay, That's right. Let that be a lesson to you kids. If a mobster asks you to have a conversation in a shower, yeah. run the other way. Also, as kids, kids, if anyone asks you to have a conversation in a shower, please run. Doesn't matter. Exactly. And from a mob boss to someone who might want to be a made man, there's a guy trending online after offering a couple of what he calls intellectual insults. For next time somebody annoys you. I can only explain it to you. I can't understand it for you. Nice, right? How about, I envy everyone you have never met. That's deep. 
How about, you're like the end pieces of a loaf of bread. Everybody touches you, but nobody wants you. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, and uh, in at number one, Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton's duet Islands in the Stream 1983 song is trending all over TikTok because, yes, Nikki? Beckham. Yes, Beckham wow. documentary is out. And in the last final episode, the Beckhams, Victoria and David Beckham, are dancing to this classic. And they're kind of talking about everything, reviewing everything that they talked about in this documentary, their struggles, their ups, their downs, and basically how they found to be in tune with each other by the end of it all. So there's also the Beckham Dance Challenge right now, which isn't copying their dance moves, but just getting your partner uh, dancing to the Kenny Rogers, Dolly Parton song to see how you guys can be in sync or in unison. Oh, interesting. It's cute. He's like holding a pint while he's doing it. It's, yeah. a, it's a really it's a, it's a really unique scene. That's why like I haven't thought of that song in an effort, forever. No. And then when you hear it and you see that scene, you're like, wow, it's, it's really neat. It is. Love it's is a real. cute little bond that they have. And at first, they're not in step. And then they kind of find yeah. their way together, which is like, you know, Poetry. a symbolic thing mm-hmm. with the whole documentary. Wow. Teflon Don, that's your flash briefing. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us for the Morning Mix podcast. Make sure you rate, review, like, and follow this podcast. You can also follow us on social at 1019 Mix Chicago. And we will see you tomorrow on the Morning Mix.